Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts and nothing talk about everything. Now, today's episode was actually recorded the day before the Great Texas Freeze of 21, and when all that went down, it was more relevant in the moment, so we pushed that episode forward. But on today's show, we go full random, as we have a fun little back and forth about swords, some historical, some fictional, and the ramifications of being in an actual sword fight. We also share some of our thoughts on everyday carry pocket knives and how we use them day to day. So, everybody grab your broadsword as two random men discuss how being in a real sword fight would be terrifying. Hey, bro. Hey. Man, it is damn cold today, isn't it? Damn cold. I know we're only sitting about 20, maybe 18 right now, but for Texas, that is very, very cold. Uh, yeah. And I, by the end of the weekend, we're, we're about to have what's the coldest Arctic blast in 10 to 20 years, they're saying. Ouch. So it's going to be be pretty rough, and we're feeling every bit of it. I went to the store today to get all the provisions for, mm-hmm. you know, possibly being shacked up for a couple of days. Prepping. Yeah. And the the grocery stores are just a madhouse yeah. right now down here. We don't we don't handle that well. No. When we, when we we know it's coming. It's gonna be batshit crazy. And it was. Everything cleared off the shelves and went out and winterized everything. Which, yeah. like I said again, down here we don't really have to do that very much. Yeah, you were off work today because they called it, and that that very rarely very happens. very rarely happens. Did y'all get all your stuff together? Yep, yep. I think we're good. We'll weather the storm. We'll weather the storm. Yeah. Got the crock pot sitting out. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what the deal is down here. It's like when it gets cold, we're just like crock pot. Yep. Yep. We're making some stew. Yep. We yep. got a roast. Luckily, I could find a roast. And that's a, that's going to be Sunday's plan all day. Make the house smell good. Good cold weather food. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't pick up the stuff to make chili, but we're going to do a roast. It's going to be okay. Yeah. We'll, so We'll be fine. So what's uh, today's topic? Today? Well... As you know, because we were talking about it earlier, and then we decided, well, we should probably record this. We got on, speaking of cold, let's talk about some cold steel, man. Ooh. We were talking about this earlier. I don't recall how it came up, but remember when we were kids? And I think a lot of people probably had the same childhood that are around our age. We'd go out, pick up sticks, and you'd sword fight. Sword fighting was, you know, you did that just like you played with fake stick guns. Oh, Yeah. Back in the day when they also sold realistic-looking toy guns, and we'd go out and play army men in the woods. Yeah, yeah, can't really do that nowadays. You can't really do that now. No, no. No, about Nerf is, well, the Nerf guns now are off the chain. Yeah, Nerf or nothing. You got snipe, sniper rifle <laughs> Nerf guns. But uh, we, one of us had said to the other, could you imagine being in a real sword fight? Yeah, a real a sword A real fight. deal sword fight. And how terrifying that would be, you know? Uh, and I was like, oh, oh yeah. man, all those years of, of playing sword fight, you're having a ball. You never really thought about the repercussions of like a, you and another man engaging in full-blown, full-blown somebody's getting fucked up. Yeah, and it's, it's a fight to the death because it's a sword fight. And even if you win, you're you're still going to come back messed up. Yeah. You're going to lose a limb or something. I'd been watching videos on like a Kali. Have you ever looked into that? Like the Filipino martial arts? No, not much. Knife no. fighting and, and such. Really neat if you ever get to look at them. Do not look up the repercussions and the aftermath of those because it is gruesome. It is gruesome. That kind of clicked with me today when we were talking about it was just you and another guy going at each other with a sword. There's no way you're walking away from it 
unscathed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No and way. Just, you want to talk about an adrenaline rush. Holy shit. Yeah. No, I couldn't imagine that. No, no. I don't want any part of that. Nope. I think probably the closest thing we would come to down, like, we have everyday carry pocket knives. You carry it. It's a tool. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, on, that's... it's on your belt, in your pocket every yeah. day. You use it for a thousand different things. You grab your wallet and your phone. You go to put it in your pocket. Then you grab your knife. And you, and you know mm-hmm. you're going to use it for so and many I things. I use mine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every day. It's a multi-tool. A dozen times. Yeah. Just pry it open things. Uh, my daughter dropped her Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. And so one of the handles popped off. And uh, the little slider that goes into it just came out of the plastic. Mm-hmm. And so she's freaking out about it. Thinks she broke it. Wife's yeah. freaking out yeah. about yeah. it. Be careful. I'll... It's an expensive piece of a toy, yeah. essentially. Yeah, but it's a tech toy, so yeah. What does dad do? Whips out pocket knife. Prize it open, pops everything back into place. It's working like a charm. <laughs> Didn't miss a beat. It took 20 seconds. And they're like, she's talking about going to the store to buy another one. There you go. Crisis averted. Yep. yep. With my handy pocket knife. With my knife. handy pocket knife. Yeah. Yeah. Now, it's caused me some trouble in the past. Oh, yeah. Didn't you uh, have to give up a knife? Uh, yes. Texas boy took a trip to New York and got a hard lesson and things are different up here. <laughs> and when I went into the Empire State Building the first time... Uh, they gave it back. They took it and, and put it in holding, and you were able to reclaim it at the end. Oh, well, that's cool. And um, I think I'd put it on my carry-on because you couldn't post nine eleven. There's there's no carrying a pocket knife anywhere on a plane. But I'd put it in my luggage like an idiot, and then carried it around the whole time in New York and was fine. And then we get to the Empire State Building and go through the metal detector and boop boop boop. Got to turn it up, turn it over. I mean, and really the security there didn't bat an eye. And what was hilarious was all the guys down, once we came back down after doing our sightseeing, and we were claiming our knives, it's like, where are you from? Georgia. Where are you from? Tennessee. You sound like you're from Texas. I'm like, do I? I don't hear it, but okay. It's uh, nice to know that, that there's a lot of other nice people. nice to know. <laughs> do and the it's same like everybody's thing. going, yeah. oh, yeah. we didn't know, you know? And it's like, it's not, to us, it's not a weapon. Mm-mm. No, no. It, it is a multi-tool. It is a multi-tool. Now, not to say, if a sketchy dude in a store starts acting weird, you don't go, well, at least I've got my pocket knife. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a last resort. Like you're you're gonna use that knife for so many other things. Oh, and yeah. hope I mean, to God that that never happens. It never almost comes to every that. guy yeah. you pass by, if you were to go, let me see your pocket knife. It's dull as a brick. Oh yeah, just because it's. Oh, I pry this open. I cut my spit cans open with it, and I, <laughs> it's how I get into my truck. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. I wedge it in there, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, as far as pocket knives go, that's about as far as we would get into self defense with an edged weapon. But yeah, man, you really got me thinking about the the sword fighting part of it. And I was like, ah, that would be absolutely terrifying. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like think about, say, in the medieval times when you'd have, you always see, you know, in the movies where they'd have the one group that is usually the good guy uh, is standing in a perfect line and they're waiting there and they've got their sword and shield and they're like, they're they're ready to go. Mm -hmm. And then you see the invading horde. Coming, running at them full speed, swords wielded, screaming, yelling. And it's like, that has to be the most terrifying thing ever. That's a whole different type of warfare. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't even know if I have anything to compare that to. Like, no, never. How would we? To think like this guy and it's, it's a fight to the death. It's it. And, oh yeah, yeah. And then even in like that situation, just because you beat the guy that initially attacked you, there's hundreds of other dudes around you that are trying well, to do the same. Even thing. if it was one guy, it's like how little damage can I take? Even if I'm good and can win, yeah. You know, you're not gonna John Wick it and just. Well, he does 
not end unscathed in most of oh, his fights, yeah, but yeah. you know what up, I mean. But, it's it's yeah. you know he can engage three people. That's not going to happen with you and another guy with a sword. Yeah, if a guy Just, comes you wouldn't you, even know what to do. If a guy comes at you with a claymore, it's like this is a one hit kill. If he touches me, he kills me. Yeah, that's it. And he's got a long distance that he can uh, reach yeah. out and touch me. Yeah. I think if we could carry swords, though, I mean, because we have concealed carry, open carry, all that kind of stuff that we can do pistol-wise for self-defense, but there's something about having a sword on your hip that I think would make people a little less aggressive towards you. Like, you think it would go the opposite way because you're carrying a weapon, but I think a lot less people would talk shit if everybody was armed like that. Yeah, true. True. Which goes back to, like, the rapier. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm mm-hmm. talking about the long, skinny rapier. Uh, Princess Bride's a good example. Rapier. Yeah. That was originally, I believe, I'm not talking out of my ass here, but that was originally created as like a civilian's sidearm okay. in the late 15th to you know, 17th century. Okay. Okay. Uh, created to be a less lethal option, if that makes sense, with a sword. It sounds kind of funny saying it. But yeah, it was created more to maim and injure and not kill yeah and that's why you got to be good with it i mean we, uh look at shakespeare mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. in romeo and juliet i think that's why tybalt and mercutio were so badass because they actually could kill you with theirs and that's why yeah. they, they were the two big boys on the block everybody else would just cut you up you learned your lesson you walked yeah. away but you went home you went, ow he poked me i'm mercutio <laughs> and tybalt could actually fucking put you down with yeah. it and that's why they were so deadly hmm. and they also became fashionable it was part of yeah it was cool to carry one you know was, so like do you have a cooler sword than me and, and kind of how was mine adorned uh you know a fashion statement probably a a, a way of showing where your status wealth and was. status yeah, yeah. Status, status symbol, status status symbol. symbol. Yeah. yeah that's what i'm looking for sorry <laughs> now we got cars back then you had rapier swords <laughs> which still seems more badass yeah but yeah i think everybody would be a little less uh Less inclined to do anything. Get jumpy, get froggy, uh-huh, as we say. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Feeling froggy. Because you look over jump. and like everybody's got a, you know, a you sword. You know, everybody has the potential to just jack you up. Yeah. Well, then you think about, you know, how many different types of swords have been throughout oh, history. I mean, just thousands. Yeah, insane amounts. And like to fit every kind of style. Yeah, it was whatever was big in the day. You go back to, I don't know, a Roman Gladius mm-hmm, had its... Mm-hmm efficiencies and why it worked well and why they were so dominant with it you know they had the oak shot shields back in the medieval times that they were kind of like the best of the best and you know then you look at say of course like you think of uh, katana you oh know, yeah it was sleek and fast and you know then you move uh into like even like some daggers uh like i said the rapier any of those like so many different styles that could cane literally sword. fit. Yeah, it could literally a fit. A cane sword was yeah. a thing for a while. Yeah. Carry it in your cane. I'm a gentleman, but I can... What, that, that's what I would carry, I think. Cane sword. In that period, if it made sense. If not, if you were a foot soldier, you carried your gladius. I was talking, I was talking about right now. <laughs> oh, right now? A cane sword? I think you'd still get in a lot of trouble. I don't think it would end well for I'd you. I'd look cool as shit doing it, though. <laughs> or somebody would just pull out a piece, dude, and pop you while you're trying to look hey, cool. Hey, we're just talking swords. Pretending to be Blade. Remember? Yeah. Still that Okay, cool. okay. Guns don't exist. You got to carry a sword, but you can carry a sword from any period in time. What's your go-to? Because you know you're going to want to look cool, too. Are you going to be a katana guy? I think no, most people would be like, katana. That's I the way to go. I think I would actually go with a Roman short sword. It'd be easy to wield, easy to carry. 
wouldn't get in the way of everything. Yeah. Um, you could use it one-handed or two-handed if need be. You could carry a shield if you needed to. I uh, think the Roman ones were one-handed. Yeah, because they had to were. fight with a shield, yes, I believe. I think, yeah. I think you're probably right. Well, I was still saying if you wanted to grab like a baseball bat and, you know, you had <laughs> I to. I would just put one hand on the back. Nobody <laughs> yeah. can see what I'm doing, but like the jabbing down motion, like you're sitting on somebody straddling, like yeah. Eh, eh, yeah, if doing the fight. To. But uh, yeah, I think that would be a good all around for, for me, not being trained in anything. Not Just like, if everybody's carrying around different stuff, they got yeah, yeah, broadsword. I'm not trained in any of it. I'm not claymores. You know, just yeah. something I'm, I walk up to a table of swords laying there and I just have to Can you swing one. a Bowie knife? You'll be okay with a Roman. Yeah, true, true. I think Gladius, I believe, yeah. is what they were called. Hmm. Well, and you, they, I mean, Rome was around for thousands of years. So, yes. you know, what? A thousand years. Oh, a little over a thousand years. Mm-hmm. So, what would you 1400? Pick? Um, out of the gate, I'm going to say a bastard sword. Okay. Uh, kind of a, it's a broad term. But um, think about most of the ones you've seen in movies. What was Jon Snow's sword? Longclaw? Longclaw? Long mm-hmm. Yeah, like that was a bastard sword. What do you think of uh, Prince Charmin carrying, you know, like yeah. that regular medieval-looking two-handed long sword? Yeah. Okay. okay. I think that's what I'd go with. Yeah, right. Katanas are beautiful, but... I feel like with a katana, you need to be trained. Like, I don't think you well, should I think pick any it up. of you, you gotta be trained. Well, I mean, just... I'm, I'm kind of thinking, that, like... I'm just, with... Us walking out the door, they say, pick one off the shelf, and it's like, I guess I go with this, because I can swing it like a baseball bat, and then they'll just stab yeah. me in the ribs. Yeah, like a katana, I think you really need you need some experience with that. Yeah. I wonder if they're as fragile as they appear. I don't think so, because it's a uh, folded steel. Like, they, I think it's, uh, forgive me for saying this, but like a, a million yeah. times folded steel or something like that. Yeah. Uh, to make a and The katana. steel's been folded... Yeah, so four hundred like times. I mean, not saying like they're probably not going to be able to take a, like a direct blast from like a claymore or something, but still, yeah. you know, because I think they're actually made more for its direction, like to like to guide to a flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if somebody that swings a block, it's kind of guided away, not just take the whole. We want to make it very force. clear that we know jack shit about swords, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Uh, metallurgy. But just talking from fans that like movies and regular dudes that like knives, yeah. People yeah. that have watched, I mean, we we have watched our fair share of Forged in Fire. I love Forged in Fire. <laughs> I think if anything's done more for bringing swords back into being possible for everybody to kind of not carry around, but have and Joe, Forged in cool. Fire. How much I, how much goes into it? Like, I mean, yeah, that first episode I was watching, I was like, man, you know, I never really thought about making a sword. Like, it's what a goes beautiful into it? dying art. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. That's insane, and I mean, it is. It is. Yeah, it is definitely an art. Form, it makes you want to sure. build a shop and have a forge and make your own oh, knives. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've thought about it a bunch. My wife's like, "You're gonna burn your hand off." <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. But still, man, yeah, that'd be cool to learn how to do that. Like, go spend. You know, I don't know. I, I guess your internship would have to be pretty long to learn how to do everything, but to, to be able to learn oh, yeah, how safely to... and know how to work the different types of steel, right? Yeah. Like, I watch a show, and sometimes they're just speaking Latin, and I'm like, I, I know Damascus. Got that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like when you're watching the glass blowing show, and it's just like, wow. Yeah. It blows your mind. No idea that it took this much. But it, it's so fascinating. Yeah, I can watch it forever. It's, it's Forge and Fire is the shit. This blade will kill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but think about being boys when we were playing with sticks. Like, right out of the gate, you get hit in the knuckles. Yeah. Right out of the gate, you get hit in the forearms and stuff. And it's like, in a real fight, that's a lost arm. That's yep. a lost hand. In the fight. You're out of the fight. Yeah. Which, 
turns me right back around to that rapier again, which I was reading a thing that was talking about, I'm going to tra- traverse into fantasy now, Okay. but lightsaber fighting, mm-hmm. if lightsabers were real, they said Count Dooku's style would actually be, which is, I think, traditional fencing, Okay. would be the best fighting style to use a lightsaber with. Yeah, it's a lightsaber. You don't, you don't have to hack and slash. No. Why are you trying to put power behind it? All you got to do is just reach out there and just tag them. Yeah. Just reach out there. Poke him with it. Poke him with the end of this to just duke him right in the shoulder. Just a poke. Just get duke right in the face. <laughs> Game over. Duke. <laughs> You've been duke <laughs> It's a Mortal Kombat finisher. It's like, duke him. <laughs> no. Don't, don't call it that. Flawless duke <laughs> Flawless duke Flawless, Flawless duke Oh, but man. to have a lightsaber in general, though, I think I would actually use the lightsaber as a tool. Yeah, like, I mean, you see it a lot, you know, in, in the movies and stuff like that, where they just use it to open a door or something like that. But that pretty would... much, Phantom Menace was the only time they really used it as a yeah. tool. But they, it was like it was so versatile in the first movie or fourth movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Which back to pocket knives and stuff. It's like I I think swords had to develop along with armor. Yeah, to be sure. yeah. able to be used efficiently. And then you get into the new age when nobody's wearing armor and things like switchblades yeah, so come in, into play and become what all the punks are carrying. So funny thing about the switchblade. What do you know about switchblades? Is it was actually, it dates to the 18th century. Uh, spring-loaded blades. Si- really? Yes, 18th century. That far back mm-hmm. for being a spring-loaded blade. Spring-loaded blades were first created in Europe and they were folding bayonets that they would put on their flintlock pistols. They do have a bayonet style, don't they? Mm-hmm. 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 And uh, after the Civil War, they were pretty much all over the world. But they were marketed as a tool for farmers, ranchers, and hunters that just needed a quick little multi-tool to use for all kinds of different things. Not just necess- it, it wasn't even made as a defense thing. It was used as a tool when you're out in the field and you're needing something Help. I guess well, it helped be, keep the yeah. edge good on it because it's tucked away. It's not yeah, a... exactly. Well, you could carry in your pocket. It wasn't like you know you're carrying a broadsword on your back or something like that. Yeah. You just got this little thing that fits in your pocket, and... or like a Bowie knife on your hip that takes up that yeah. much space and yeah, and like, real estate like on your body. We were saying earlier, you know, with our pocket knives, how many things we use it for that's not even necessarily even cutting <laughs> half the time. It's oh yeah, my prying, prying. Or, yeah, or something like that. That and that's mm-hmm. what they marketed it as. Back was at right the Civil War was just a straight tool. Yeah. But in around the 50s, crime rate in a lot of the larger cities skyrocketed. And they attributed a ton of it to the switchblade. People were looking for a, a cheap self-defense weapon and to carry it, on it, them. It, that exactly. could be stowed away exactly. easily. And yeah. that's, you know. Uh, Makes sense. Lots of crime, you know, uh, robberies and stuff like that. Because well, gangs just, became prevalent. Yeah. Street and gangs. People, yeah, they, would, they could just walk up to with a switchblade and click. And there you go. Give me That's a purse. not a knife. Yeah. <laughs> this is a knife. It sure is. Yeah. yeah. Let me show you. And so it went through a long, a long debate. And by the end of the century, uh, they were banned in most areas in the U.S. Late 90s. It wasn't around 2009 that they did an amendment where they took the ban of the switchblade out. Really? So you could actually start carrying them again. I guess I don't remember that. I guess I was a little too young. Or why would you need a switchblade? Yeah, yeah, never had a switchblade. Kind of, kind of dorky. 
<laughs> I mean, I hate to say that. If you, anybody out there that carries a switchblade, you're you're way cooler than me, probably, or you're at least faster. That's true. That's true. But I mean, you can't be at a party and oh, let me get that for you. Whip out a switchblade, and they're like, "Oh shit, what are you doing, man? Come on, you overachiever." Yeah, it's like that guy that carries around the machete everywhere he goes. It's like, man, I was in a man. convenience store a couple of months ago, and this guy had. It wasn't a machete. It was a fucking Roman short sword <laughs> on his hip. Now, the rest of this cat was put together where it made sense. Yeah. You know, he's in combat boots and uh, <laughs> camouflage cargo shorts and a wife beater. It has a sword on him. And it's like, at first it's jarring. And then you go, oh, that's walking epitome of douchebag right there. Mm, yeah. I get but it, it still yeah. makes you like, you know, he's he's still behind me. Yeah. And I'm aware yeah. that this guy could take my head off. So it's a little unsettling, especially in a world now where I could just be packing a subcompact with me and be like, you brought a, you brought a sword to a gunfight. Me, and I know I've talked about Brad mm-hmm. on the show a little bit before, but I remember when we were, oh God, punk age, 14. Okay. Being little assholes. And we had went to like a farmer's market trade show thing and we bought butterfly knives <laughs> and thought we were cool. <laughs> and you learn real quick that you're not cool with a butterfly knife. Because he wants to sit there and do the whole flip. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you can guess what happens there mm-hmm. when you're an untrained, dumbass, 14-year-old kid with a butterfly of, knife. Lots of Band-Aids, right? <laughs> That's an understatement. It's a wonder that I still have knuckles. But yeah, I thought we were cool. Mine was chrome and had dragons on it. So, of you know, course. Of course. Right up. Yeah. I was just mall ninja. <laughs> mall ninja. <laughs> mall ninja. <laughs> You've never heard that? Oh, well, no, I haven't. No. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what they're called. Okay. Mall ninjas. Yeah. Okay. I was straight 14-year-old mall ninja. Thought I was going everywhere with my yeah, but butterfly didn't, knife. Didn't we try the same thing when we got our hands on that uh, set of nunchucks? Yeah, that was short-lived. Yeah. Yeah. You, you figure, figure out real, real quick. quick. No. <laughs> no. 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 Can't goes back to the untrained. whole thing with the katana. Like, I'm untrained. I, that's not going to be the one for me. Yes. Nunchucks, so, I'm going to knock myself out with. The guy in the convenience store <laughs> with the Roman short sword on his hip. Yeah. Mall, I'm doing quotation marks with quotation fingers. Mall ninja. We've got to get video. Mall ninja. I'm like, this guy hasn't been trained in jack shit. But you're not necessarily going to pick a fight with him, though. No, I mean, I'm not going to go looking for it. No. Maybe so, there's an off chance he does know some shit with that yeah. sword. And that's the other thing. He, he at least know. can swing it. I know that much. I know we're right out of the gate he can swing the damn thing. Yeah. So... Oh, I've been out there at uh, my wife's land, and me and her dad be out there with the machetes, and we're, you know we're we're hacking away the brush, and we're doing yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and you know what? You sit there and use that for about twenty minutes. Your arm's gonna go numb, mm-hmm. and you're gonna be like, "God damn, man! I feel like I just went like ten rounds. What the heck?" That was one of those when I was watching those uh, collie training videos, mm-hmm. and they were you train with sticks, and one of the training tools that they implement is tires. So you're whacking a tire with Ooh. it. Think about the grip strength you have to have to. F- Almost like throw a punch with it, slashing, and hang on to it and have control of it. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, you can play around all day in in the backyard with a rake handle <laughs> until you're actually contacting something. And about back to the nunchucks, the first time they bounce back and whack you in the head. Yeah. Or whack you in the wrist. And you go, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm putting these up. Yep, yep. Oh, we did the same thing with the whip. Remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, we are not Indiana Jones. The whip Jones. is in the shed. No Indiana Jones in... No, no, no. Remember the first thing Uncle Jim who came over that knew how to use a bullwhip and he's like, okay, so 
you'd be surprised how many people take their ear off with this. And we're like, well, we're done. We're done now. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, what? Never mind. It's like, yeah, the, you know, you try to do the snap with it and it comes back and takes your ear off. And we're like, uh, yeah, I'm done. You just cured me of my adolescent. I might have the jacket and the hat and the satchel, but I ain't going to carry the whip. <laughs> I did have the jacket and the satchel too. Hey, that Halloween, you were a great indie. I was a fantastic Indiana yeah, Jones. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Never felt cooler in a Halloween costume. Which I'm pretty sure nowadays you can't just walk down the street with a bull whip. I don't think anybody head. would really mess with you, at least here. Meh, maybe not. They don't know that it's fake. There's so many of them that are just rope. It's true. There's some cool tutorial videos I'm making them out of um, paracord. Oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I mean, they're functioning whips that you make out of paracord. Oh. But do you, first no, off, I don't. No, I how don't. good no, are you at braiding? <laughs> I do have long hair. This is true, but I, you ain't braided eight feet. I can braid my own hair. Real, real tight. <laughs> no, look at the paracord videos. I mean, it's hmm. it's pretty... I would like to try it just for the crafting... Something to put on completion. the mantle. Completion. Yeah. <clears throat> That's going on the mantle. It'll never get used. And they, they work. I mean, I watch, I'm watching people crack them, and it's, hmm. it's really neat. Hmm. I love artsy stuff like that, like with the forge. Just being able to build your own tool. Because, I mean, they're all tools. Yeah. Yeah, you, you think, anytime you think of a blade, you immediately think that it's something violent or whatever. Not yeah. necessarily. A butter knife has a blade, technically. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Don't be the guy to show up at the fight with a butter knife, though. <laughs> Do you remember in that remake of uh, Walking Tall when Johnny Knoxville stabs that guy with a potato peeler? Yeah. <laughs> and then he shows back up at the end of the end of the fight, and he's like, you stabbed me with a goddamn potato peeler. Have you ever been peeling potatoes and look at it and go... Wow, dude, I could really mess myself up with this. I haven't watched that movie in 15 years. That scene still stands out when he, in my mind, when I'm looking at potato peeler, when I'm peeling potatoes, I'm like, damn, that would hurt. Yeah. Oh. It's like somebody came out with you with a cheese grater. It would hurt about as bad <laughs> as probably a deer tine going in your head. Hmm. Yeah, mm. you would know that. Uh, sadly, yes, I do. And I didn't fight a deer. <laughs> yeah. Go back to one of our previous episodes to hear that story. Hmm. It's a good one. Uh, do you remember the night you stabbed me? I didn't stab you, per se. You slashed me. <laughs> okay, it wasn't a blade. You slashed me. It wasn't a blade. It was a knife sharpening steel. <laughs> it was. I'm, I'm sure everybody's kind of familiar with a whetstone that you sharpen knives on. There's also a thing called a butcher's steel. That's a long, in this case, it was kind of a flattened piece of metal. has mm -hmm. a handle on it. And it's used for sharpening knives. Yeah, I know you remember. You're smiling over there, you asshole. <laughs> hey, you were being an ass first. And this one was, in this case, kind of broke off at the end. Yeah. It was, it was rolled over. And I remember I was, in your defense, I was being a dick that day. I don't know why I was picking on you. It was teenage brother bullshit somehow. And I was laying on my bed in my bedroom and I've got my arms crossed and I'm watching TV and I thought fight was over. Fight was not over. Apparently. <laughs> I was going to one up you. <laughs> I should say. So I'm laying there with my arms crossed on my bed, uh, watching television. And all of a sudden you appear in the doorway and you have that look in your eye, that mad pissed off little brother look of revenge. Give him the crazy. Eye. <laughs> and the next thing I know, you just rear back and I see a knife-shaped object in your hand and you slash and I kind of throw my shoulder up over my face and there's a chunk of my arm that gets taken out. I still have the scar. I have a tattoo that covers it up, but a chunk of my arm comes out. It's just one swipe and then you just fade away down the hallway backwards like the nun. Just 
I and never I like, thought that it would actually cut you. I figured it would just hit you and because I just grabbed the first thing I saw, which happened to be knife sharpener. And I'd swung it at you more like just to hit you with it. I never thought that it would actually take a chunk out of your arm. <laughs> it happened so fast that it just kind of happened. And then I looked down and there's a chunk of my fucking shoulder missing. <laughs> laying on the pillow. I'm like, what? What? I think you might drop to the damn thing on your way out the door too. Like, uh, and bye. Cece, you do kind of know what it would be like to be in a sword fight. No. <laughs> I was not in a, a fighting position. C, armed. I mean, B. What? B, armed. One, two, three. I was a victim. That's what I was. Not in a sword fight. I was a victim of my brother of stabbing brutal, me. Brutal slashing. Felt like I was in a Friday the 13th movie. You just appear in the doorway, slash me, and then you're gone. And I'm laying there going, what, 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 what just happened? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. Well, I'm sure you deserved it. I, I, well, maybe not that. I'm pretty maybe sure I did. Well, not I don't know where you were aiming is the problem. <laughs> I know what I did defensively, which was throw my shoulder up above my face. So I'm going to assume you were aiming for my head. Probably. If you thought it was just going to whack me. Yeah, I really probably, thought it was going to Thank hit. God. Yeah, I still have that. Yeah, it's, it's underneath a tattoo right now. But, yeah, you got me. I got you. You got me. And I remember Dad being pissed, but not so pissed that you cut me. He was more pissed. Like, why did you grab my shit? (laughs) What what were you doing with that? Yeah. And I'm like, hey, I'm sitting over there in the corner just like, wait, wait, why y'all are arguing? And I'm like, wait, I'm I'm injured. (laughs) He stabbed me. And he's like, you didn't stab you. And I'm like, let's nitpick this shit to death about (laughs) stab versus slash. You got me good. I did. I did. I'm sorry. No, what? <laughs> I said, I really don't think you are. A little bit. Huh. Okay. So moving on. Yeah, after effects. <laughs> okay. So I think we should segue into a little segment we like to call Search, Search Engine, Engine Results. results. Oh, okay. Okay. So I am going to ask Keith three open-ended questions that I asked the Google Search Engine. And he's going to have to answer A, B, or C. Keith, you got the premise down? I do. Okay. Let's start. Here we go. Okay. So I asked the Google search engine, a katana is. Okay. Okay. A katana is A, Japanese or Chinese. Okay. B, overrated. Okay. Or C, a katana is a badass. Ooh. You got those. Okay. A, Japanese or Chinese, B, overrated, or C, a badass. <sighs> Let's see. Since do, I haven't do, actually do, got one of these do, correct do, yet, do, do, do. I'm going to go with my gut feeling. What do you think? And I'm going to say a katana is a badass. A katana is a badass. Yes. Final answer. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the number one search engine result for a katana is... Is overrated. Really? Which I know nothing about swords, but I got to say that's probably not true. Hmm. I mean, if you... There's probably a lot of our friends out there that are way more knowledgeable about these kind of things that would say, yeah, absolutely not. There's no reason that a katana wouldn't have stand the test of time like it has if it was overrated. Yeah, I mean, you it think was about just it. For its period in time, that was 
the best weapon of choice. Yeah, you bring up sword. I mean, you, you have a conversation with someone about swords. If I say sword to you, you're going to think of a regular long sword and a katana. They're yeah. going to be the two things yeah. that pop into yeah. your head. Katana's always going to be in the top at least three. Yeah. At least. So, while I don't oh. agree with it, I'm sorry. You lose that round. Oh, well, uh, it's becoming a, a theme. I mean, uh, you got to start bouncing some off of me, brother. I want to lose, too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for wanting to join me in the loser section. <laughs> it's, it's because my right arm doesn't work quite well because I was slashed when I was young. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. And I'm carry, I'm harboring a lot of ill will. Oh, so you're, so you're, so you're, of, you're getting back at me with the search engine results? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Okay, well, I got a question for it's you. It's taken 25 years, but I'm finally getting back at Keith by making him look stupid. <sighs> It's not really it's, stupid. You're guessing at what the internet says. Yeah, yeah. So there's no yeah, stupidity there. Yeah. It's it's we're all gonna lose when we question the internet. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I got a question for you. Okay. So, as far as fantasy, sci-fi, fictional swords, mm-hmm. if you could pick your number one, what would be the one that you would take? The one I want, like real, if I could pull it out of the movie. If, yeah, if you could pull it out of the movie, cartoon, video Ooh. game, anime. Uh, Anything, just whatever, any, any one sword. I like this. Okay, okay. Um, right off the bat, my mind goes to the Atlantean sword from Conan. Okay, good. I good mean, no, there are no magical properties, anything like that. Just a badass looking sword. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now I probably couldn't pick it up over my head, but yeah. Yeah, I'm, you're, I'm, you're not a barbarian. You're no. A bit like no, I didn't. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> think probably weighed. 75 pounds who knows Ooh. but yeah uh the atlantean sword definitely or um back to katana the hotori hanzo sword from kill bill oh the bride yeah. sword oh yeah the hanzo oh. sword so th- that would be my top two the oh, atlantean yeah. sword and the hanzo sword what about do you have any uh well any you know you me throw in uh my number one and i actually have a story that goes along with this one but uh and we're to all fantasy right all fantasy okay anything so my number one pick would be the Master Sword from Legend of Zelda. Okay. Because, uh, of course, I'm, you know, I've always loved Legend of Zelda. I love the look of it. You know, the whole mythos behind it, all the stuff that goes along with it. I actually was in Fredericksburg, Texas, and I wish I could remember the guy's shop shop's name, and I would totally, you know, give him a shout name out. Name drop him. But, uh, hey, maybe if we ever go on the road. We'll go there. Anyway, he made... It was that cool toy... Was it the toy store down there? This guy made props for... Mostly for either movies, television, or serious cosplayers. Oh, wow. And I was in there and I was looking at all this stuff like, man, this is really cool. There's so much art down there. Oh, yeah. So much art down there in Fredericksburg. And so I'm down there talking to this guy and we were talking about stuff. At the time, I was kind of thinking about maybe doing some cosplay and... I'd always said, you know, with like with my long hair and everything, I was like, man, I I think I could pull off a pretty cool link. Middle-aged beer belly link. (laughs) Well, I was going to get in shape, maybe. Dad link, or girdle, at least. (laughs) Everybody has to have a goal. And if your goal is getting in shape to cosplay as Link, I'm 100% behind you. Hey, there you go. But So I'm sitting here talking to this guy, and he's got all this amazing-looking stuff, man. And uh, he finally, he's like... he have, like, a cap shield and all that kind of stuff? Oh, dude, yeah, the cap shield. He had uh, the... uh, What was Hellboy's gun? Oh, shit. Um... The Good Samaritan. Good Samaritan. It was yeah, the Good had, Samaritan. Had, I mean, he had like all this different stuff. And then a lot of it wasn't necessarily themed to a thing. It was just some stuff that he made. It was His whole shop was cool. It was just being in a toy store. It was awesome. And uh, so anyway. Not, not to sidetrack you real quick, but uh, to sidetrack you real quick. Uh, Odin makes. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Ode, Ode Makes? Makes? Yes, yes. Same thing. If y'all have never looked that up on YouTube, go to Odin Makes and look at some of the, I'm going to call it art, that he produces that is um, replicas of movie and fantasy props. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's it's phenomenal. Well, anyway, back to your story. Sorry. Anyway, so I end up, like I said, we're talking, and he was like, hey, uh, back here, I have more of my intricate stuff, stuff I'm more proud of. Some of it I don't even necessarily sell. The good shit is in the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah, let's go to the back room. Cool. And so we ended up in So you room. and a strange man went to the back room. Yep. We sure did. <laughs> and I walk in there, and the first thing I see is this complete full-scale replica of the Master Sword hanging on the wall. And I'm like, uh. I, immediately, I, I'm, I'm in Nerdvana. And I'm thinking, this is the coolest thing ever. And he was like, yeah. He goes, that's one of those ones that... I would sell, but it would have to be. And I was like, oh, man, I'd pay anything for that. And, you know, I've looked at other replicas around, and I've almost bought help when we were in uh, at Dallas Comic Con. Yeah. And I looked at that one. And it wasn't outlandish. I think it was like a grand, you know. Yeah, which for for something like that. I mean, like the yeah. cap shield, I think, was 1500 <laughs> But anyway, uh, I was looking at that going, man, that would be so awesome just to have that as my centerpiece on my wall. So, yes, if I could have one. Did he have the shield? Yes, yes, the Hyrulean shield. Yes, yes, he did. Because you ha- kind of have to have the set. It to... was very heavy. <laughs> it was like real metal. You I picked mean, it up. Yes. Oh he, yeah. wow. He, yeah, he let me pick both of them up. You're having backroom shenanigans. <laughs> pick up the shield. Yeah. What's What's funny is I was back there for about 20 minutes, and I walk out, and Liz is like, "Well, Liz was out front, just waiting doing? on you. you like, like, I got to go back here. He's going to show me the cool shit in the back." And Liz is like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> Walk, walk around the store three or four more times. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you're just nerding out. Yeah, she was. She was over there. She was playing with Harry Potter stuff and uh, Game of Thrones. Can I pick up the Mjolnir? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. it's 40 pounds. Yeah. Can I try to pick up the you Mjolnir? try to pick it up. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to go, since you did too, if I had to go with the second one, a big part of me, a big part of me would like to go with the fusion sword. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. It's um, Final Fantasy VII. No, no. Um, the main character Cloud carries it. It is an obscenely huge sword. I'm talking oh, uh, like anime style sword. Oh yeah, ginormous. But the cool thing about it is it's actually a six piece set that combines together to make the sword. What is so special about this sword? I'm not 100 percent sure on the details. I've played the game, but I don't remember a lot. There's a lot of mythos that goes along with it, but. It just was really cool, and like when you see the how the pieces go together and stuff like that, it's like, oh man, that's that's like cool. But like, you couldn't wield it. I mean, it, there's no way because it's just so ginormous. Like, it, <laughs> you couldn't actually. It's not functional. It. Yeah, no, not functional at all. But okay. still, just cool. If I had to go with a cool third choice for like functional sword or something, I would want on the wall that would be one of those pieces that you had to be in the know to know what it was. Um, and Nigo Montoya's the six finger man sword mm-hmm. that his father made. I think that would be pretty cool to have. Yeah. If I think functional, I think uh, the Vorpal sword, the one that they used in Alice in Wonderland or actually Alice through the looking glass, I think was what it was actually called. Um, Kill the Jabberwocky. Yeah. Yeah. With. That would, on my list, that's probably the most uh, functional one of all. <laughs> okay. What about uh, the power sword from He-Man? By the Ooh. power of Grayskull. Yeah, but do you get to transform too? No, I'm just talking about being on the wall. Just wall <laughs> art. Just something I would like to... 
<sighs> oh, wall art, another great one. I'm not a 17-year-old boy where you're going to walk into my room and be impressed by my sword collection. <laughs> but, yeah, I think having, like, the Atlantean sword, Enigamon Toya's sword, and then maybe some version of Excalibur. Yeah. Just for you yeah. and, and, your, and your man cave. Yeah. I mean, just I to think, be like, oh, check out that wall. And then the Hanzo sword, I think course. most people would, would have some kind of form of the Excalibur sword if you were going to have something. If you, if you think sword, you, fantasy, you're going to I would want go the, to Excalibur. Uh, the Kingdom Key sword. I don't know if you ever played Kingdom Hearts. I know I keep going through Wouldn't video games. Wouldn't that game be stuff, more but... of a club? <sighs> okay, so again, it was very large, but the base of it looked like the base of a key. Actually, the whole yeah, thing. The design like is was gorgeous. Yeah. I've mean, seen yeah, it. It's cool. I've seen yeah, it. It's cool as crap. And uh, that would be another one like be just cool to hang on the wall because even if somebody didn't know what it was, they would still come in there like, man, that's a really cool looking sword. What do you think about little uh, Sting from Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> True. Probably. The most functional out of everything, if you had to really carry one. Why is it almost every episode we bring up something about Lord of the Rings? Do we? <laughs> I think we have. <laughs> Just about every episode. Oh, we've become a nerd show. That's going to be our hey, demographic. This is we, why we, we want, uh, uh, hopefully, listeners start engaging and tell us some other things. Yeah, y'all give want. us some yeah. feedback. If yeah. y'all like where we're going with this, please yeah. let us know. Well, my brother, I have really enjoyed this conversation tonight with you about swords. Yeah, who would have thought we've gone there? <laughs> I mean, it kind of came up organically in our conversation. We decided, yeah, we better sit down and record this. Yeah, why not? It goes right along with the whole random men philosophy. It was just random as hell. Yep. Yeah, man. So in closing, we can say swords are cool, but swords are scary. Dangerous. Very. And you probably shouldn't go messing around with them and, and joking around with friends and cutting things like cactus, trying to look cool. What? Cactus? Cutting cactus? Is that just a southern thing? I think it's just a Texas thing, probably. So if you like what we're doing here, y'all be sure and subscribe, like, rate, and uh, leave us some comments down there and let us know what you want us to talk about in the future because nothing's really off the table. I mean, hell, we'll talk about anything. Yeah, that's why we're the random men. Just, that's uh, why we're the random men. Let us know what you want us to talk about. So everybody out there in listening land from the random men studios, y'all stay sharp. Oh, dead joke? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>